Welcome to the Women Who Want More podcast. I'm Adriana Keefe, human design expert and motivational speaker. I went through my quarter life crisis at age 28 and had to learn how to navigate and find what the heck I was doing with my life. I refused to believe in the culture that said women and moms couldn't have it all. And after years of figuring it out, I now teach others how they can get there too. This is a podcast for women who are overwhelmed and burnt out and have a deep longing for more in their life. We connect with other moms, women, and business owners to find out how they got to where they are so we can learn faster how we too can ditch the societal overwhelm and live this life with intention and purpose. From human design and manifestation to simple and effective daily habits, we're going to get you feeling lit up again. Ready to figure out who you are and live that exciting, fulfilling life you want? Let's get to it. Well, happy new year. Happy 2023. We are officially healthy again in this house. It was a hell of a couple of weeks. Oh my God. As you can tell, this podcast is like two weeks behind. But, you know, I learned to let certain things go and not be a perfectionist. That's a whole story for another day. But our poor family got the flu from Christmas Eve all the way to, I think, the day after New Year's. New Oh, New Year's Day was our first day that we were able to leave the house. And it was brutal, man. But uh, we spent a lot of time together. Watched a lot of movies. For anyone who's curious if children can watch the same movie, over and over and over and over and over again the same day. Yeah, it it can happen. We watched, oh, but I, what I did enjoy was the live Encanto at the Hollywood Bowl. We watched that quite a lot, but I enjoyed it because I love Encanto so freaking much. If you don't have kids and you haven't seen Encanto, it's still worth the watch. Like I'm telling you, please watch it. It's so good. But now I am officially back at it and feeling better, feeling like myself again, was able to actually get back into working out at 6 a.m. and feeding myself food that's not like pizza and grilled cheese because for some reason when I'm sick, I cannot, cannot eat healthy food. I don't, I just, I struggle with that so much. So I'm feeling much better because I'm treating my body better and it's getting healthier and I still probably sound pretty nasally and gross, but we're good. We're here. And I'm excited because this year has so much in store for me. I mean, you ever start off a year and you can just really feel it like you're like holy shit this is this is gonna be a year I know it and that's how I'm feeling and I don't know if it's because I'm coming right out the gate with my human design for business course that's going to be launching in just a couple weeks or because I hired my speaking coach and officially started stepping into my role as a speaker that I have always naturally intuitively known was for me but I was too afraid to jump into speaking I guess Um, I'm not sure but either way I'm excited for what the universe has in store for us this year I'm following the lead I am a manifesting generator by human design so I'm letting life come to me and I'm simply responding and it feels so good. I mean, it's gotten me to where I am today, so really can't complain. I'm actually extra excited because this week I'm speaking in person for the first time since, when was the Metro West Conference? September. 
Um, so it's been a while since I've been in person somewhere and I am dying to get out and be with people in that capacity. So I'm really excited. I'm speaking at the Collective Co. in the South Shore of Massachusetts, Boston area. And we're talking all about human design for women in today's society. Like the burnt out, struggling, can never feel like they're enough, perfectionist society. This is what I am bringing to them is how understanding my human design changed so much for me. And putting this workshop together was like such an eye opener in the sense that I don't think I've addressed that specifically here or on my Instagram, any sort of, you know, the around the societal conditioning with human design, I could talk for hours on what conditioning has done to us as women and as mothers, but I don't think I've showed you the link that I found with my human design, with anyone's human design, and how that's helped me recover from that life. So I wanted to touch a little bit on it here because it can help everyone and the conditioning that we are born into is deep and it's real. And still a lot of us don't see that or don't understand it. So that's what I want to bring to the table today. I want to talk about how, not only how we can live a life more authentic to ourselves. And I know authentic or alignment are words that have been thrown around a lot the past couple of years, but that's for a good reason. So I'm going to continue to use them. But I want you to understand just how just how much of our struggles are because we're not living in alignment with who we really are. We're living in alignment with who society and the world around us, the environment, says that we're supposed to be based on being a woman, being a mom, being an employee, all of that. So let's back up. Let's let's start with what what am I talking about when it comes to conditioning? If you don't know what the word conditioning means in its most simple terms, it's in behavioral psychology, a theory that the reaction or the response to an object or event by a person can be modified by learning. So conditioning distorts our perspective and it influences how the mind makes decisions. If you ever took psychology or maybe even basic history or whatnot, in school, you probably heard the story about Pavlov's dogs, right, where he started to recognize that the dogs would start salivating when the people who would feed them, <clears throat> excuse me, were walking into the room. And so he experimented with that and he would start ringing a bell when it was that time to eat and he started to see that they would salivate over time, this learned behavior with the bell ringing would make them salivate. And so they were then conditioned to understand logically in the mind that the bell ringing meant food was coming. Just like when you can smell a good pizza and all of a sudden you just feel like in your mouth is like, oh, it's salivating. You're like, I'm so ready for this pizza. That's what they would feel when they would hear the bell. And we are born in the society that we've been in for some time now, we're born into very deep conditioning. We're living in this, this conditioning that society tells us we have to be and act and feel a certain way. It means living a life with a mind always under pressure, very much subject to anxiety, stress, confusion, 
and very much in the being in a hurry. This is like the culture that we're in, being in a hurry all the time. We have to have this done ASAPity. I have to be making $10,000 a month by the end of the year or I'm a failure. Whatever it is, we always need to be in a hurry. And this causes so much stress, so much psychological pain. It's unbearable to a lot of people. That's why the rates of anxiety and depression are so freaking high. We're raised in the society that makes us feel inadequate from the moment we are born. And the environment that our parents were raised in did that to them and so they can subconsciously do it to us. And the world that we're in can make us feel like we're only as good as the money we make, the people we please, the weight we lose. As kids, we're put into schools that test everyone the same way and treat everyone as if they have the same thoughts, the same feelings, same path as everyone else, right? Go to college, get a job, procreate, stay in said job, retire, then die. It's exhausting. And how can we possibly all be having that same trajectory of our lives? It doesn't make sense. So why are we all treating ourselves as if we're supposed to be the same as the person next door or our mentor or our mother or our father. We can't. There, this is a journey. Everything I'm about to explain to you with human design, it is a journey. This is not about instant gratification. This is about allowing yourself time and space and energy to understand, accept, and embrace who you are who you were born as. The cells in our body renew every seven years, right? So by human design system, they say it takes seven years to clean out the conditioning, to clean out those cells and replace them with new beliefs and paradigms. Seven years to ground that awareness down to ourselves. Cells? Cells, but cells works too. So we can express ourselves naturally. But I... I think, and granted, I'm still within those seven years, but I think it's probably a, a lifelong journey. I think seven years is the, yes, I've really got the hang of this and it becomes so much more intuitive, but I think it's a constant evolution and learning of ourselves, a constant journey. There is no instant gratification. So when you can accept that as a part of this experiment in human design, you are on the right path. So how does this all wrap into human design? Well, human design is a system that gives us the self-awareness that we've been lacking. It's a system where science meets spirituality, which is probably why I love it so much because as spiritual as I have become, I'm still a very scientific person. I mean, I went to school for science and I like to see the research behind how when you speak in gratitude or, or other um, happy vibrational words to things like water, how the molecules change. And like that's scientifically proven. So I love that shit. But I also understand there's parts of it that I, I will never be able to fully comprehend and I have to just trust. So I think that's why I love human design so much because it's that science meets spirituality kind of in the middle. And it really shows you how how to be loved and accepted for who you are. With human design, you can learn the ingredients to who you are, basically, like what your intrinsic nature is, what makes you tick, the kinds of people you click with and environments that bring out the best in you, your true traits, like your strengths, weaknesses, your dynamics, your chemistry, 
And it really reminds you of the needs and feelings you're celebrating or resisting, which is where a lot of this conditioning can come in. What are we resisting? Where can we dive a little bit deeper and open up or unblock or however, however, whatever word feels good for you there? And then celebrate and have awareness for who we are and acceptance for who we are. So a lot of the work starts with clearing your space and your energy and kind of like informing your brain that you're starting from scratch. Let's redo this. Let's let's improve the way that I think and the way that I connect with my body and my soul. And clearing energy can be done in so many different ways. I love Obviously, there's meditation and hiking and clearing of the chakras, but I really love there's a forgiveness exercise called Ho'oponopono, and it means to cause things to move back in balance. It's a Hawaiian traditional exercise for forgiveness. And so there's basically four steps for after you write down things that you feel that you need forgiveness in, whether it's forgiving someone else or forgiving yourself for the situation and you work through each one individually and you say I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you and really taking your time with each situation and feeling it and accepting it recognizing that there's not anything that we can go back and and change it we can't We can't do that. So how can we move forward with what we have in our lives? What's already happened? What is happening? And who do we need to forgive? And a lot of times it's we need to forgive ourselves. And that can sometimes be harder than forgiving anyone else. But this is a crucial part, I think, in really starting fresh, clearing the slate, Allowing yourself to be ready to receive and be open for a fresh start. And throughout learning about your unique, your unicorn design, you understand where you're holding pressure that you can let go of and where you're in your what's called not self, which is literally what it sounds like, where you're not in alignment with your true self and where you can make space for different things, new things, more abundance, letting go of a lot of things that aren't serving you, being more open and receptive to what you need, which if you're a mom or a woman in general in this society, it's never about us, right? Like we're we're taught from a very young age, it's about everyone else and putting everyone else first. But if you, I mean, you've heard me say this a million times, if you're putting yourself first, everyone else is happier. You can be a better mom, a better spouse, better caretaker, a better friend, a better to yourself, a better relationship with yourself. So where can you hold space for yourself and give you the love and the time of day that you deserve? I just realized I never went deep into my story of the the shamanic breath work I did when Tim and I were on our retreat back in November. I kind of give a little bit of it now because it has a lot to do with this. So Tim and I went on this um, intimacy retreat back in November. We went to Tulum, Mexico, and it was amazing. It was beautiful. The coach that we chose, we chose because she had experience in breath work and other healing modalities 
that we felt we needed at this point in our lives. This was a journey not only for us as a couple, but for self-love. So accepting who we are, learning who we are, and better practices to dive deeper into ourselves. So one of the days we did shamanic breathwork. I've never done shamanic breathwork. I've done a lot of different breathwork, but not shamanic. And it was intense. So she started with, you know, both of us were lying down and it's she started drumming and chanting and we were told to breathe a certain way. And I, it couldn't have been more than 10 minutes into this breath work. And all of a sudden, I started feeling this pressure in my lower abdomen and like pelvic area. And I was like, what is happening? And they, she had said before that people have had like orgasmic experiences in shamanic breath work, among many other really deep out outstanding things so for a second I was like am I am I seriously like is this really happening is this gonna be like oh my god like sexual and then I I realized all of my legs I like I kept moving my legs and I, I couldn't figure out what I needed to do with my legs but she was there our coach was there and she was able to notice what I needed and she said you know she comes over to me speaking very quietly and she, it's okay put your legs up put your legs up so at this point I look like I'm in a, a hospital bed giving birth right that's that's how I was laying and then I it just hit like a ton of bricks I started feeling like I was in labor and without the pain though there was no pain associated I just felt like a baby essentially crowning and I was breathing the same that I had during labor and delivery, like my breath changed. And Tim, even having his own experience um, across the room for me, still noticed that it sounded like I was in labor. Later, he said, what happened? It sounded like you were having a baby. And I was like, holy shit, I think I did. <laughs> but what happened was I, I saw, I saw myself give birth again and put this baby on my chest. And you know, this sounds absolutely crazy. If you've ever done any shamanic breathwork or anything like this, you'll know what I'm talking about. There were no psychedelics involved, none of that. This was just pure breathing and drumming and chanting and energy. And I saw this baby and it was a girl and I put her on my chest and it was so real. It was so real. Like I instantly put my hands up to like hold this baby on my chest as if it were there and our coach this is not the first time she's seen this I mean she clearly knew what was happening and I could not understand for the life of me what was happening and so my body just started to cry like everything I started to cry and freak out a little because I was like I don't understand what this means I don't understand what does this mean did I lose a child am I pregnant which would have been crazy because my husband got the snip snip over the summer so that would have been a shock and I couldn't I just couldn't understand it and all I kept hearing was you don't need to understand you don't need to understand I'm like what the f what does this mean I need to know and towards the end after my coach walked me through it and I was able to come back out and relax out of this um I don't even know what to call it experience I was just so I wasn't upset because of what happened I was upset because I didn't understand what happened and she said is it possible that this was your rebirth because we had 
we had been talking and I said, you know, it didn't look like my children. It didn't like it did, but I didn't get this sense of like, oh, this was Reagan or oh, this was Dean or Brooklyn like that. That wasn't coming through for me, but it did look like it was related to me. And she said, you know, this could this have been you? And so a lot of the work we did for the rest of that time was maybe this was the universe's way of telling me I need to treat myself with the amount of love and care and respect that I give my children, that I wish that I had as a young child. Holding that baby with the same love and the same intention as any of my other children or any children that would be to come. And that was very eye-opening for me because all this time I thought I had been, right? Like I do a lot of this, what's called self-care. We've all heard self-care. I treat myself well for the most part. I put myself first. But when you really dive deep, I am not treating myself with the same level of love and respect that I would to my children. And that is a constant work in progress. That is like an evolution over a lifetime because it's just the way that we've been ingrained with these thoughts and these doubts and struggles. And this is the society we live in, right? They don't teach us to treat ourselves with such love. And I know I went on a total tangent there, but I feel like it related. This this was a big piece. You know, obviously at the time I already knew about human design. I was teaching human design by then. And so I dove a little bit deeper into my chart and my G center, which is the center for love and higher self and, and self-identity and direction and worked through what I felt I needed to unblock there and release. And this is the kind of work that you can do with your human design, with letting go of the societal expectations and the conditioning that you are holding within your head and your body just from being alive. I mean, there's nothing you did wrong. Your parents likely, hopefully, didn't do it on purpose, didn't do anything wrong on purpose, but they were raised with the same crap. So it's pretty easy for them to subconsciously bring the same crap to to us and the people that they raised and their children. So how can we start to put little habits or not even habits, but new curiosities into our lives to figure out how to recondition ourselves for what we uniquely need? One of my biggest beliefs is the first step would be downloading your human design chart. It's free. It's right on my website, adrianakeefe.com slash get your chart. And then you'll have the beginning steps of who am I? And then you can start releasing and reconditioning yourself based on who you already are. You don't need you don't need more conditioning. You need to just let go and figure out who you are and how you can live in a, a way that's more authentic to you at your core at your soul without that life that's always under pressure and stress without that life of you know the hustle culture and feeling like we're in a hurry all the time and all the stress and psychological pain that comes with that live a life that is unique to you know your worth because you are inherently worthy you do not need to prove it through money or work or parenting you are born worthy. 
And if you don't believe that right now, that's a great place to start. Great place to unpack and figure out where you feel this pain from. My friend Kitty McMinn does a wonderful program called Unpack Your Shit. And I actually had her, uh, one of the episodes in this podcast, which I'll link below, also is um, a workshop that she did on unpacking your shit. And it's it's a game changer. It's like everyone hears about that inner child work and they don't want to do that shit. And that is literally what you need to do to start fresh. You need to go back in time figure out what that conditioning is, what those blocks are, and allow yourself that same love and respect that you would want for your child or your partner or whoever is going through a stressful time to be able to have. I hope this was helpful. I hope you can take any little piece of this, even if it's just one, and start working toward it, practicing it, making a habit every day to learn a little bit more about your design, pick up a book, do my free workshop. There's a free human design basics right on my website. You can watch it. And any any little thing, meditations, energy clearing, it all really adds up. It takes time. Remember, not instant gratification. It's a journey. But that immediate validation you get when you see your chart, now that is an instant gratification. The rest is a journey. It's an awareness all the way down to your cells. And I hope that you come on this journey with me because it's a game changer, absolute game changer. Thank you so much for being here with me. I'll see you soon. Stay beautiful. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Any links will be linked in the show notes below. And if you loved what you heard today, please be sure to click subscribe and share your thoughts with me by dropping a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can help you, head over to adrianakeith.com. You can download your human design chart and get other free resources. And for extra inspiration, don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Audrey Keith, A-D-R-I Keith. I'd love to hear from you. Till next time, my friend, stay awesome, beautiful soul.